Coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee, and Santa Fe, New Mexico, you are listening to Houndstooth Heroes. As always, we are proud to be sponsored by Druid City Brewing Company, the finest suds in all of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, where there's free parking for every home game, just like on Saturday. Tell the Boy Scouts you're coming to the brewery and slide right into that free spot. I'm Greg Dawkins. He's Ellis Metz. And boy, oh boy, we're drinking. Well, I am. Uh, what's in your glass, Metz? Are you still whacked out on pain pills? Oh, Gregory, I've got a steady diet of Percocets coming my way. But I've got a nice peach Perrier here as well, which I don't know if you know. It's low mineral content and 4% of my daily calcium. Okay, well, that's fantastic. I, because I'm now a mountain man, uh, am enjoying, by Upslope Brewing, a spiked snow melt, tangerine and hops flavor. Um, I'm branching out from my uh, White Claw, and I've got to tell you, tangerine and hops, um, A-plus spiked seltzer. And uh, I'm saying that for free. When last we spoke, you had fallen victim to a crippling ice skating injury and were due to go under the knife. Please give us the status of your health. And do we need to call that nurse from Ferris Bueller? And look, get on the website and I mean, get on the Twitter account, H2Heroes, and watch the thing. So it'll be funny to you. Anyway, go ahead. Do we need to call the nurse from Ferris Bueller? Well, she has come to restore my pluck because she's the nurse. Who likes to, okay, Gregory, I'm doing okay. Thank you for asking. Uh, Yeah, went under the knife Monday and... uh, Monday? When did you start talking like that? I guess it's some sort of side effect here. (laughs) uh, Just sort of kicking around. Well, okay. So, you know, nothing to be concerned about. The nurse did you right. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Perfect. All right, righto. Well, last week, your Tide entertained the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles, who are trash. And we treated them like the trash they are, emerging victorious 49-7. to That is right. Tua once again threw for five touchdown passes, the hoist of hums. Mm-hmm. And the finally came alive, uh, sort of. Najee had 110 yards, wasn't a dominating performance on the ground, but there were a few moments when we kind of needed some tough yardage and we got them. I think that may have been a first for this season. Uh, and, you know, it's when you're complaining about a team who passed five touchdowns in the air, complaining about the run game, it's a bit like wanting an ice skater to do a stupid triple Lutz when they really just nailed a triple sow cow. Am I right? God, I hate you. Uh, but yet you are correct. Um, and here, by the way, don't look, Carol. Here is the political portion of the program because I have a question about this. Is there anyone on the team who should be impeached? Yes, Gregory, and I'm glad you asked because I'm ready to address the heroes here. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Fred, the hero. Hey, Fred. Uh, it's time to impeach the kicking game. Mm. Not us, but for everyone. Eliminate kicking. Uh, as, as you may have seen on Saturday, our own place kicker, Will Reichard? Let's go with there. I don't speak Hoover. I don't know. All right. <laughs> left the game. It's so dangerous there anyway. Right. Uh, he left the game after a kickoff in the first quarter with a pulled hip flexor. 
I suffered one in T-ball. Can relate, Will. Not great. And and thereafter, one Joseph Bullivus handled the duties. And Gregory, I have to admit, I was on heavy, heavy pain medication during that. And at no point noticed that we had swapped out one less than mediocre kicker for another. Well, okay. But Did uh, know that- to be fair, Joseph has timepieces named after him. So really, that sways the thing in favor of you know a, a watch guy. Um, you know, as a uh, in favor of a Hoover guy, I don't know. Anyway, well, I, I don't uh, know. no, no, that's I, I guess, yeah. In that point, if we can't have our famous Greek hero, I will take, I will take both of us. I'm just so tired of posting that gif of a watch to our Twitter account. Please, <laughs> and impeach kicking forever. All right, fair, fair enough. Um, because honestly, I can't agree more. And well, okay. Since your hottest take in an arbitrary time period went so well last week, let's continue the agony. Do the bit. I will do the bit, Gregory. Thank you. And obviously have spent many long hours preparing for this moment. Mm-hmm. This, uh, But I've got, a, I've got a hot take, the hottest take, in fact, that you will hear during this arbitrary time period. Okay. And that is... That our own offensive coordinator, Steve Sarkeesian, has finally figured it out. Tell me. And he's doing more by doing less. Hmm. How is he doing less, you might ask? By letting the freaking players do whatever the hell they want, apparently. Uh, There was video posted to the Twitters this weekend, or after this weekend, of Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy playing rock, paper, scissors. I want a quick aside here, because in the AL.com article, talking about this very video... Uh, the the headline writer called it paper rock scissors, which was extremely concerning. Rock is to always me. first. Rock is always first. Paper's never first. It's, it is very clearly rock paper right. scissors. I think this is another sign of the chronic disease, which is the fake news media. Oh I knew we hooked right back in, Carol. Oh. <laughs> Listener, Carol. Uh, anyway, no, I I thought I saw the video. I heard sort of an initial explanation was that the players were doing this to figure out who got to catch a certain slant route. And my initial reaction was to call BS. I just thought there was no way, even with the best wide receiver group that the world has ever seen, that Nick Saban would, or any coach would ever allow this to happen. But as more and more comes out, more and more players are sort of talking about, about the incident. Other players who I've not even heard of, but are apparently on the team are uh, tweeting that this is a thing. It seems to be legit. And I think in that case, I owe Sark an apology because for for all the many times that I've said he has no idea what he's doing out there, apparently he just needed to do less. I think he's got it figured out. Well, how does this work, though? Like, um, does Sark say, all right, um, we're going to run a jet sweep. Y'all figure out amongst yourselves who's going to do it. Well, I mean, that's what that's what's happening. That's literally what they said, and they and I think it was Judy referenced the jet sweep which we ran, which was right. And I know Lane Kiffin was spinning <sighs> his right. house. Um, it was apparently you know there are certain plays where they think there's no chance. Like if they know that Henry Ruggs needs to get the jet sweep, they're letting him get it. And there are others where a player feels owed. You know if Rugs already got two slants that have gone for big plays. Uh, they won't do it, and they'll let Judy take it. But yeah, it seems that it's wide open when there's sort of a scenario 
that's an open playing field. And uh, and they've all learned the different positions. I think they do an X, Y, and Z receiver between the three of them. Poor Jalen Waddell getting denied his Heisman vote by not, not being a smarter rock, paper, scissors player. But it sounds like it various moments in the game, this is legitimately how they decide who's going to line up where and who's going to run which routes. Well, that is the damnedest thing I've ever heard. I know. Finally, you had a good bet. Thank um, you. You're welcome. Thank Let's you. take a look at Ole Miss. Note the time, people. <laughs> he said it. All right. So the Rebs roll into town for a 2.30 CBS kick right there in Bryant-Denny Stadium. Like we said, go park at Sponsored Druid City Brewing. Have a beer with Bo and Ellie before you take the short walk to the stadium. Metsy, my man, tell me what we know about this year's Rebel squad. All right, here's what I got. The Rebel Black Bear Sharks, which I call them out of respect and include right. are two and two on the year, which, you know, initially looks underwhelming. But we are not ones, Gregory, to disrespect the Rebels. They have not us. to be a tough out in every game they've played this season, regardless of the level of competition. Uh, they did a close match to Memphis in their opener at Memphis. They bounced back with two straight wins, including a victory over the vaunted Arkansas Hogs. And most recently, they stood toe-to-toe with undefeated and I think at the time 23rd-ranked Cal in a 28 to 20 home loss on the Grove. Uh, do I think they've beaten a single decent team this year? Absolutely not. But this sounds like disrespect. It is. Well, okay. It is I'm trying to do this in the most polite way I can. Memphis is decent and they hung in that game. And I didn't even put anything in here about the safety that they suffered in that game. Hilarious, hilarious safety. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, the Rebel Black Bear Sharks stay committed to an adorable run game with a tailback named Scotty Phillips. And frankly, the defense is much better than most expected going into this season. It's dramatically improved from last season, which is saying, you know, yeah. thing like I was dramatically closer to qualifying for the Beijing Winter Olympics a few moments right uh anyway despite a few big plays given up in the passing game the rebels are giving up just 94 yards per game on the ground and they've held opponents to an average of 22 points per game not bad and yet yet and i certainly don't mean any disrespect to fear there is cause for concern at the quarterback position uh starting qb matt corral coral i don't know uh, left last week's game against Cal in what is being described as a rib injury. At this point in the week, Coral's, Corral's status for this Saturday's game remains, in quotation marks, uncertain. Enter freshman quarterback and Jackson Prep grad John Reese Plumley. I honestly don't know that he's a Jackson Prep grad, but if he goes by John Reese, one assumes. Anyway, this dude came in during clutch time last week and delivered, completing a whole seven of seven in his passing game for 82 mean yards. The young Jackson Prep quarterback looked sharp, made the right read to deliver a good ball down the field. So the point is, I don't think there will be a lot of drop off with young Mr. Plumley, or there might be. I really don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Nothing says respect like not, not knowing exactly how to pronounce the quarterback who started the season for them. Uh, quickly, do you see the end of the Cal game, and do you have takes there? I 
Okay, refresh my memory because yes, I saw the end of the Cal game, but I was also deep in the Bloody Marys. Yeah, Rebels got the ball back with I think. A- oh, okay, yes, I have a lot of takes. Cause that was bullshit. Um, wow. Oh, you think they, it was a touchdown? Okay. Okay, it was a touchdown. But here's the question: they, the uh, the explanation I kept being given on the television was. Well, they couldn't review it because the Reb snapped the ball on fourth down. Well, what the hell were they supposed to do? Time was running yeah, they out. Had to. I mean, yeah, I nobody was stopping the clock for them, so they didn't have a choice. So if they had reviewed it, it would have shown it was a touchdown, but they couldn't review it because the Reb snapped the ball, but the Rebs had to snap the ball because the time was going to run out. So it, the whole thing seemed unfair, and I hate to be a Reb guy here, but I do have a degree from there, so I do have a soft spot from these people. And so I don't know what else they were supposed to do. I agree with you. I think it probably was a touchdown. I think it falls on the referees in a number of angles. But I also have a theory that this is probably just the the way life works when you look like that and your name, Matt Luke. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Okay. Anyway, uh, our secondary to uh, what we saw at the end of this most recent game seems fine. Yeah. Problem with Alabama's defense are these young linebackers. So I don't know that you're John Reese Plumley. Is, it, Reece? Reece? Is right. it right? I don't know. No, I think it's right. Uh, I don't know that he'll go deep a lot, but we could see some Dinkin, some Duncan, and a, a healthy dose of shallow crosses from Scotty Phillips. Fair enough. Um. You know what, Ellis? I think it's time. What's it time for? For Ask a Hero! Hey! All right. Yes, for Ask a Hero. Reminder, since we have to be every week, we are online on the Twitters at H2Heroes. You can go there. You can ask us a question. Nobody uses the hashtag, but if you would so choose. God, it'd be awesome if you did. God, who knows? We, we did that once, and there were lots of questions directed to firefighters and other first responders who, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, I mean, we're not great at this, I y'all. think the, the term hero has sort of relative degrees here, and, and I'm not going to go back on what we call ourselves. It, you gave us the name. We didn't give us the name. Right. Well, okay. Blame well, ass. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we will We will answer your questions, and we've got a good one starting off, so I want to ask it, Gregory. Yeah. Are we due a refund for the stadium lights? Okay, God, yes. If you live under a rock, here's what's going on. Bryant Denny now has this elaborate lighting system that blinks. It changes colors. It's basically an EDM show now. We've got all kind of shit going on with lights, or we could. But every game so far has been a breakfast affair. Uh, there's this one's a little later, but it'll be over by six before the sun goes down. So maybe like I, I don't I don't know. Maybe in December we'll have another two thirty game, and the sun will be down by six, and we can experience this light show. But I was real excited about a thump and light show that we're never going to experience. So it appears that we spent all this money for nothing. However, and I cannot stress this enough, we are so rich. So who cares really? Oh, All right, next up from listener yep. and hilarious stand-up comedian Adam Condra. Yes. Who astutely pointed out 
Joe Burrow sucked last year. What's happened? Well, okay. First of all, let me point out, Adam Condra has a comedy record album out called Back When He Had Hair. And if you have not downloaded that record, you absolutely should because he is absolutely killing it and making a profit, believe it or not. An actual comic that we know personally is making a comic, is making a living in the comic business. So go uh, download Back When He Had Hair and experience the hilarity of Adam Condra. Uh, Joe Burrow, what happened? He got himself an offensive coordinator and knows what he's doing. I don't know what his name is um, because, again, mm -hmm. I'm not good at things and I don't research. Um, but he, they got a new offensive coordinator. and They kept talking about how they're going to change their entire offensive philosophy like we've heard that for the past 10 years in a, in a row, and it continued to suck. But suddenly something took, and Joe Burrow is accurate. Um, he is hitting receivers uh, that he, he would not have hit last year. Adam is absolutely right. Um, so he's got – not only have they gotten a system, he's gotten better. Uh, he's in the Heisman mix, and frankly, I'm terrified of him when he rolls into town in November. Yeah, we're not until November, but I do think that's fair. And it is just baffling to see someone completing passes back there in an LSU uniform. All right, All right a very serious discussion we need to have here. Yes. Listen, All right. Tony, and presumably oh. listener Lee, shout out. Hey, Lee. Uh, they want to know what types of brands and alcohol, I'm sorry, types and brands of alcohol Bryant Denny should sell when that glorious day arrives uh, and alcohol begins flowing in the stadium. What say you? And personally, Gregory, I want to give a shout out to Malort here, which works because Eddie Jackson and HaHa -Ha Clinton Dix now play for the Bears. Malort. You want us to serve Malort. You want people just vomiting all over each other in Bryant Denny Stadium. Just fighting their dads. Right, yes, and vomiting on them. I mean, have you, if you have yes. not tried, my lord, it is a liquor that is, as far as I know, um, only sold, is it only in Chicago or is it just in the upper Midwest or what's the deal? I think it's only in Chicago. All right. Well, as a Cubs fan, I can tell you that my lord, if you've had Jaeger and don't like the taste of Jaeger, I would drink Jaeger by the gallon. Uh, before I had a sip of Malort. It's that disgusting, and yet I can't stay away from it. Um, I'm addicted. I know. I've heard I've heard stories from the mornings. Anyway, about what's really going to happen is this. We're going to get fed whatever green beverage wants to feed us, and we're going to get Bud and Bud Light in those ridiculous aluminum cans with the twist-off lids that you can't ever drink all of it before it gets hot, especially in the blazing hot sun, and we're going to be miserable. One of them craft breweries in Tuscaloosa, and it probably won't even be Tuscaloosa, it'll probably a Birmingham brewery, uh, will get one tap and we'll be stuck. It won't even be like the IPA. It'll be a lager. It'll be some shitty lager with Bud and Bud Light. I can 100% guarantee it. I wish this were not the case. I wish that we were Oregon. We are not Oregon. We are a whore to the dollar, and Green Beverage will get what they want. Do you have a differing opinion about that, Metsy? No, but I'm curious. Does Oregon have a like a select beer choice? You know, it don't, I don't know, but it seems like they would. It seems like they would certainly. No, right. exactly right. I'm a They're little fancy. more hopeful. I think I think Greg Byrne is cool as hell, though, as you pointed cool. out. Will will holler for a dollar. Uh, right. I would yeah. like to see him get some more local stuff in there. We don't know of any distilleries in the area. 
but certainly some local breweries would be nice. I can tell you this, though. If we have a light show and Malort, I will twerk with my pants off. <laughs> you won't remember it, but it'll happen. No, no, no. And why would I need to? I hope nobody else does. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Uh, well, good. Yeah, that was as, as solemn and serious as I hoped that conversation would be. Mm-hmm. of solemn and serious, Gregory, it's time, bad boy. Let's get on with the hates. Yeah, yeah, boy. Uh, you know, if you've still got a house, we're here to help you lose it. Uh, but here's the first one up, and here's a line that I don't get. Kentucky, the cats, traveled to South Carolina, the cocks, and UK is getting two and a half in Columbia. Kentucky is the better team here, uh, so the cocks should get beaten handily. Beaten handily. This, heroes, is my hate of the week. All right. Uh, So, yeah, I'm hating hard on the Cox. Who do you hate in this cat versus cock matchup, Metsy? Listen, I I have this theory that the Cox are going to spring up and beat somebody down at some point this season. They're going to rise up, you say. I I think they very well well could. I think maybe this is it. I don't know. The The line is baffling. I would have expected maybe UK by two and a half. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. This is it. I'm going to hate a cat here. I'm going to hate a cat. I hate okay. to go. I hate to go in the face of your, I hate to wave my cocks in the face of your hate of the week. But of my cats. Yes. I see where you're going with that. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Next up is our pity hate Arkansas. Poor Arkansas has to travel to college station. Hogs getting 22 down there. Who you hate? Man, the Hogs. Um, that right there is a mess, dude. Uh, if mm. San Jose can roll into Fayetteville and demolish the Hogs, uh, ATM is pissed off after last week, I would assume, after the damn barn rolls in their house and wins. Uh, I feel like A&M can name their score. Uh, this is a... It's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a sad time to be a, a, a whooping suey. I am hating a hog yourself. Boy, is it a sad time? It, it is indeed a mess. Although I question whether Aggie's going to come in pissed off, as you said, or just kind of deflated. I don't know. That seems like that that loss may have just sort of been a hard look in the mirror for twelfth year senior Kellen Mond and the uh-huh. boy. But that said, if this line were 35, I am still hating the hog here. I don't expect this game to be in anywhere close in any universe. Fair enough. Uh, Barn versus Moo in the Deliverance Bowl. Moo is getting nine. And honestly, I don't know what to make of Moo yet. They started the season ranked. They may still be. I don't really know. I don't pay attention. They were supposed to be better than what I've seen, though. Um, but I can only go by, by what I do see, and the Barners are probably going to be perky as hell after their win in College Station because you know how they get. Uh, so their little stadium is going to be loud, and they're going to be jumping around and squealing like they do. And with all that said, nine points is probably not enough. It feels like a 14-point game. I'm hating the move. What about you? Yeah, I uh- – it pains me, but I think this is a blowout. I'm hating a moo hard here for my hate of the week. At the week of the week. Nicely done. Thank, Thank you. you. All righty. 
Your Tide entertains these Ole Miss Rebels on Saturday. The line opened, I think, at 31, and it has since to move. I, I assume it was the money that moved it. I don't know that the bookie would move it. Nothing's happened to tr- cause the line to move three and a half points, but it is now firmly situated at 34 and a half points. Quick betting tip. The Tide has only been a 30 or more point favorite in a Southeastern Conference matchup five times. And in those five times, we are one win and four losses against the spread in those games. So, having said all that, I'm going to go with the trend. I am hating the Tide because it works for me and it works for the Tide. The Rebs should be able to run the ball fairly well, and their defense has held up much better than expected. Your final score. Tied 41, oldest Rebels 13. Give me your thoughts, Metsy. Boy, Dawkins with the trends. That was hard to beat. I too, I too brought trends. Uh, no, okay. it is two and two against the spread so far this year. I think we win this game easily and convincingly because, again, that's what happens to people who look and are named Matt Luke. Uh, right. But 38 is like. A lot of points. Is it? It's not thirty-eight. It's thirty-four and a half. Thirty-four and a half. How did I? I would not be surprised if it's thirty-six by Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Let's call it. Let's call it thirty-six. I mean, it is a lot of points. In fact, almost forty whole points. Uh, that just seems way too high. We will score. We'll put in backups, which I hope we will do sooner than we did when I saw Trayvon Diggs out there late against. Some- oh, girl! I know. What was that about? Why? 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 Yeah. Uh, I think the final score, you know, to somebody just checking Sunday morning box scores will make it look ever so slightly closer than it actually was. I'll not stray too far from your pick. I'm going to go Tide 49, Rabble, Black Bear, Sharks 17. Fair enough. All right. Uh, real quick question. We did not get to this one. Has to hear before we close out. Got a question for you. What do you think the Rebels mascot will be in five years? I saw this question. It's got to be something just so completely benign, right? Like there's some there's some soccer teams that are – there's a soccer team, the Cherries. Uh-huh. Something uh-huh. like a fruit or a vegetable, the Grits. Right. Could they be the Grits? Okay. They could be. Is that racially charged? I have a strong charged? opinion on that. They could be racially charged. You could, well, again, we established that you're racist last week. Um, here's what I believe they're going to be. I believe that in five years, it will be the Ole Miss Roanokes. There will be someone dressed as a house on the sidelines. Roanokes is nice. You could even just be the Oaks. Again, you could, but Roanokes is more hilarious. Like yeah, the Ole Miss Roanokes. Like, dress up as a – your mascot is a giant house. Does that appease the anyway. Colonel Reb crowd? <sighs> Probably so. I think it Probably. might. Not bad, Gregory. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, that's going to do it for this here episode of Houndstooth Heroes. Again, you can find us at houndstoothheroes.com. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably did. We're also on Twitter at Heroes. We are probably not on Facebook with all the moms and the pyramid schemes, but we might be. You never can tell. As always, thank you so much to Bo and Elliot and everybody at Druid City Brewing Company in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, for always keeping us in the tastiest of suds when we're in town, and they can do the very same for you. Take us out of here, brother. All right, and a huge, huge shout-out to our new producer, Ian Petty, whose Pit Panthers had a giant win, giant win last week. Giant. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, he does his very best with the absolute shite that we handed him. Yeah. Y'all be good. Roll tight. Thank you.